Walking Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, future Ravens. Welcome to your weekly Carleton Hangout. My name is Stanley Philippe. On Monday, August 30th, I did something I hadn't done since the middle of March 2020. I worked on campus. Yes, it had been almost 18 months since my last official in-person work shift. And I got to tell you, walking onto campus that Monday morning was a mixed bag of emotions. It was exciting to be back. It was a bit nerve-wracking, you know, thinking about you know, being in person with other people around in the office. It was, you know, a bit of a relief knowing that this part of the normalcy it would be coming back into my life. Um, and ultimately, I felt optimistic, optimistic that the quote unquote worst was behind us. And we were um, kind of able to look forward to a world uh, without COVID-19. Now. Obviously, this is from a a very uh, narrow perspective or lens because uh, that same day, there were people around the world who were still uh, uh, dealing with the uh, causes of the virus, dealing with, you know, the loss of loved ones uh, and so on. And so it's not to say that COVID, you know, ever took a break, uh, unfortunately, but to say that there was, again, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. and. And I think for many of us, you know, especially for students who are looking ahead to their post-secondary career, career starting September of 2022, there's this sense, there's this feeling of, you know, again, optimism that when you do get onto a campus in 2022, that we will have a completely different perspective. Again, a return to a world where COVID isn't dominating our conversation maybe still part of the discussion, but not as prevalent as it is today. Um, And so what I thought would be really nice for us to do is maybe take a moment to check in on what Carlton has been up to leading up to this semester, and then giving you an opportunity to hear from a current student to learn more about what it's been like, you know, navigating the virtual world and now returning back to campus for many of uh, their academic activities. One website you really want to uh, remember is carlton.ca slash COVID-19. So that website is basically your one-stop shop for everything COVID-related as it uh, you know, has to do with Carlton University, taking classes, navigating the campus, getting vaccinated, uh, and so on. So it's a really, really great website. But the big thing that happened uh, in the spring of 2021 were students starting to register for courses and looking at, you know, taking classes uh, in person again. And so Carleton University uh, has been able to offer classes in three different ways, synchronous, asynchronous, and in-person. So the latter, in-person, it is what it is, a class is back in a, uh, on campus in a live setting limited to about 60 students per classroom. Synchronous courses are courses that are taken in real time uh, online, uh, where the instructor and students would be meeting via 
various uh, conference tools, whether it be Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and so on. And the asynchronous courses are classes that are, again, offered online, but it isn't scheduled live, or rather you don't have to watch it live uh, or at that given moment. So those three options were available and different courses had different sections that students were able to register for. And this is in preparation of, again, you know, hopefully bringing the campus fully back uh, in the coming months, but always keeping public health as the number one factor. So making sure we follow all public health guidelines and keeping our community as safe as possible during this, this ongoing pandemic. You know, a lot of the different activities that students look forward to, things like orientation week were happening uh, virtually again uh, during this fall. But there was a sense of, again, of optimism when you walked around campus and you saw folks wearing their masks, but still you could feel the smiles behind the mask and, and people looking to, again, resume their uh, in-person activities uh, whenever possible. So all of this to say that, you know, we at Carleton have been very, um, I think, open and honest and, and done a good job of informing, um, well, us faculty and staff, but also and most importantly, our students throughout um, this pandemic, and it's something that we're going to continue to do so. And big shout out to our, our leadership team, uh, led the course by our president and vice chancellor for being uh, so forthcoming with information and, and doing their very best to keep us informed in real time. And I really uh, want to uh, echo the sentiment that we are in this together and, and the feeling of, of communal Growth and strength is something that is extremely important as we navigate these hopefully kind of last days and, and weeks of the pandemic. And we continue to look forward to uh, what will be a, a new normal. And this was really the tone of the conversation I had with uh, one of our awesome students, Jaden. Jaden is someone who I've grown to, to know pretty well over the last couple of years. Uh, she works in our telecounseling center, which is a call center where current students will reach out to prospective students. So you might get a phone call or two over the next uh, coming weeks and months. And so she was able to share um, her COVID story and talk a bit more about what it's been like, you know, studying uh, during the COVID era. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jaden. So today's featured guest is a uh, awesome student that I got a chance to meet in Alberta when I was out west recruiting for Carleton University a couple of years ago. And it's funny, you know, when I was there, we were recruiting uh, prospective students, uh, but Jaden was already part of the Carleton family. And yet she made such a huge impression that I felt like I needed to have her as a part of my team. And so very happy to have one of our student callers and a fourth year student uh, here at Carleton University, uh, Jaden on the Talking Raven podcast. Jaden, thank you for joining us. And how are you doing today? Hi, Stan. Thank you so much for having me. It's always nice to see your face and hear your voice. For <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm doing for great sure. today. Yes, good. I'm glad to hear that. Now, um, let's start off with your journey because, like I just alluded, uh, you are from Alberta, Calgary to be specific. And um, you ended up at Carleton studying cognitive science. So, so what was your journey like? How did you go from being in the prairies to being in the nation's capital? 
Yeah, of course. That's a really good question. I didn't think I would end up here either. So basically, I'm a fourth year honors cognitive science student, and I'm specializing in neuroscience and mental health and minoring in psychology. But I didn't think I would end up here in the nation's capital. Essentially, what happened was, is back in grade 12, I applied to so many universities. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had lots of interests, and there was a lot of things that I was really good at, but there was nothing that really piqued my interest that I really wanted to throw myself into. So I applied to lots of different things like multimedia and design studies, some psychology, philosophy, computer systems, and even behavioral neuroscience. I also knew I really liked English. So basically, I got into all these different schools, but none of them really encompassed my interest enough for me to throw myself at it. But then I came across cognitive science at Carleton, and it was, yeah, it was a total game changer for me. I realized that I had unknowingly applied to all these different universities for the five disciplines of cognitive science without even knowing what cognitive science was. So I went, wow, this is perfect. And I packed my bags, moved to Ottawa, not knowing anyone or what lied ahead. And I'm so happy I did. So that's how I ended up here. And I've been here since. That's so that's so awesome that like you you identified areas of interest and then happened to find a program that allows you to do all those things at once, which is, you know, kind of what university is all about. And, and it's kind of like what life is all about, where, you know, you identify things you're super into, and then, you know, there are different either opportunities or challenges that will come up that will, you know, either force our hand or reveal really cool pathways that we never thought of before. And I say that to, you know, bring up our topic of discussion today, which is the pandemic. And I know we've all talked about the pandemic for far too long. And unfortunately, it's still part of, of our conversation. Um, but what I wanted to ask you about was, first, what was it like for you, if we go back to the spring of 2020, uh, when the pandemic really started to hit in, uh, in North America, what was it like for you to transition from being uh, in person to going to the, uh, the online or, or virtual experience uh, uh, in that, that spring of 2020? Yeah, of course. Well, um, everything was going so well. I was in my second year, part of lots of clubs. I was working. I was involved in extracurriculars. And I was around people all day, every day. Lots of study groups, lots of fun activities with friends. So it, it hit me pretty hard. And I didn't expect how much would change in such a short amount of time. So basically, I went back to my residence room, packed everything up in three hours, and got on my first flight I could back to Alberta and then waited to hear the news as to what lied ahead. Yeah, I got the email and I assumed switching over to online learning would be pretty easy for me. You know, I, I did a bunch of that in grade 12 with online classes and I thought it'd be pretty easy. You know, I've got self-drive and discipline, but the reality is that it was actually really tough. I spoke with friends at various other universities and the consensus is that academically, Carleton handled the transition overall the best compared to the rest of them, but, at the same time, there was still that social aspect that was missing. So like academically, I felt on top of things. Things were going well. I was supported by my teachers. Carlton's daily email updates kept me in the loop and informed. But I had made so many friends over the past few years, and I missed them all so much. So yeah, I was used to studying with them, spending all my free time outside with them, exploring Ottawa. But now I was on the other side of the country, couldn't leave the house, and couldn't see them. So. I had to kind of redirect all this school stress to other social activities, but a lot of things were limited, unfortunately. So it was definitely a very tough transition for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a a, a, a new beginning uh, for for all of us, and 
for it to happen, you know, towards the end of the semester must have been really challenging, but also gave you and gave all students and, and, and the university as well a chance to kind of try out uh, the online experience in preparation for what ended up being a, a full semester, a full year uh, of yeah. uh, studying online, which uh, obviously happened during uh, the fall of 2020 and the spring of, of 2021, and of course the winter as well. So the, the entire <laughs> academic year. So, so after having that kind of initial, you know, experience, what was it like studying in a full academic calendar or year in a virtual setting? And were you able to better kind of utilize services or better kind of construct social outlets uh, through various virtual um, platforms? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, when I was at home, as I said, I kind of had to readjust what I consider to be social and how I got that element in my life. I made use of various virtual campus events, you know, like colloquia, talks, Akisa events, but they didn't really fill the void for me. They tried, but they couldn't quite do that. I, you know, I used to be so active and involved with campus. And so the only way I truly felt connected again was through my telecounseling job, actually with you. So a little plug in there, because <laughs> here I was able to, you know, talk with students over the phone and help them navigate their own university experience. And I also did a TA job where I ran live tutorials and it gave me some sense of structure and purpose and that I was helping people. So basically the overall biggest thing for me that got me through the pandemic was just having humanity, you know, trying not to watch the news so much, just trying to be compassionate. You know, I know it sounds cheesy, but the compassion, you know, offering a hand to people, being kind to others, that really kept me going and helping students tackle their own problems transpired into you know, making me feel more in control of my own. And that helped a lot. Yeah, it really, it really showcased the importance of the communal experience, right? And, you know, a lot of times when students are at this stage in high school, thinking about university or post-secondary, they're singularly focused. They are really thinking like you were, Jaden, like thinking about finding the right program, finding the right kind of combination of courses to ensure that you get what you want academically. But Last year on the podcast, we had um, the president of RAW, the Rideau River Residents Association, and CUSA, uh, the Carleton University Student Association. And they were talking about how um, their virtual events were super well attended by students because students were looking for something, right? They were looking for an outlet, a way to create that community that is so important to the university experience, but maybe a bit kind of undervalued uh, going into it. So so now that, you know, you've had that, you know, experience and you're, you're back, we're back um, uh, on campus. What's it been like? What's it been like, you know, the first couple of weeks of school, you know, still having some online, you know, presence, but also being able to go to the library or sit outside uh, in our camp, on our campus, meeting with friends. What was, what was that part like, or what, how has that kind of been for you? after, you know, surviving the, the year and a half of virtual learning? Yeah, that's a really great question. Yeah, I was, I was fortunate enough to see Carleton pre, during, and hopefully almost post-pandemic. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen it through all its different stages, all of its different phases. But definitely this fall, things are very different on campus, and I've never seen anything like this before. It's a strange fusion of what I remembered pre-pandemic. You know, all the fun, um, community feeling that Carleton brings, but it's also mixed with some restrictions just to keep us safe. So, you know, there's a lot fewer students out and about. It's a bit more quiet, but you can definitely feel that the energy is there. 
and people are wanting to mingle and people are wanting to spread their kindness with each other. Like you can feel it. Um, I'm taking two courses in person, two asynchronously and then one synchronous online course. And although there's convenience to having the online classes, I, I really forgot how much I miss the in-person classes. I, I actually walked into my honors project class the other day and there was only 13 of us. And I almost broke down crying just because it was so incredible to see real people's faces and be face-to-face, -face, directly talk to the professor. It felt like some nerdy keener's dream to, you know, reach <laughs> out. Oh my gosh, I can touch you. I can touch the professor. I'm so close. It's, it was just wonderful. So yeah, you know the saying that you have no idea how good it is till it's gone. I, I really realized that. It was just so nice to be back. Yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, I, I ran into you uh, randomly a couple of weeks ago, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was so nice to kind of see you in person. and. Uh, you're, I'm so glad you mentioned uh, the word energy because that is that really is the the best way to describe what it's like to be on campus uh, in a uh, close to and hopefully soon post pandemic world is there is an energy that you that is hard to transfer virtually that you just uh, instantly get when you're surrounded by people you know and you mentioned about humanity and that is I think not to get too like deep or too meta but that is really what it's about. It's about humanity is about transferring energy between each other and, and within a kind of a group or communal setting. So, so uh, I'm feeling like energized now thinking about what it's going to be like, uh, hopefully in, in January. Uh, and, and certainly hopefully by, by the time the students are listening to, who are listening to this, we'll be attending a university uh, in the fall of 2022, having that kind of return to uh, uh, our new normal and and having that kind of uh, uptake in energy. I'm just going to say energy a lot because it, it just makes a lot of sense to me now. Well, and it really speaks to Carlton. Carlton's full of energy. Even in a shutdown COVID pandemic setting, we were still full of energy. So I think it's a great word to use. Yeah. Okay. And I, okay. And this is something that I want us to touch on, you know, about who Carlton is and, 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 and how we've been able to maintain uh, our identity throughout this pandemic. But, I, but before we get to that, I want to ask you about some of the resources that you utilize. You know, like it's, it's, it's clear that, you know, this has been a, a struggle and in various degrees for, for everyone around the world. And so uh, when you think about you as a student, what type of resources were you able to uh, find or use uh, that Carlton was offering that helped you navigate, you know, the, I guess the worst part of the pandemic uh, for you specifically? I know that we have a ton of mental health resources available to students and we've got lots of counseling and, you know, yoga sessions, paint sessions, you know, all these things that I normally love doing in person. So I definitely attended some of those and made use of those resources. Um, but one of the bigger ones was that it actually came from the professors. A lot of professors forced us to have our cameras on and then they forced us to work in groups. And I know everyone hates the breakout rooms, but <laughs> as much as we hate them, we kind of need them, you know? So those really kept me going because it reminded me that I am just part of this class. I'm part of the energy. I'm part of the student voice and body. And that really kept me going just to see their faces and to know I'm part of something bigger. And it's not just me in a relationship with my computer the whole semester. <laughs> Yeah, I, I personally love breakout rooms because then you get a chance to like talk even more, which clearly exactly. I love doing. So 
<laughs> that's that's funny. Okay, I'm glad, and then and and I'm, I'm glad you touched on the the mental health resources because that's something that we really pre pandemic we're really kind of aware that we needed to uh, improve and increase and, and ensure that that students had access and and that only only got amplified throughout this pandemic and and we've been fortunate to offer you know 24/7 free mental health uh, counseling uh, for um, for our, our current students so um, so that's something that's ex- extremely important and will be important moving forward um, okay let's talk let's go back to the conversation about Carlton's identity. It's something that we really want to um, establish and share and 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 showcase to future Ravens because uh, we want them to know like this is the type of school you're coming into. And so uh, I want you to kind of tell us if your opinion of Carlton has changed uh, since <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic, and if you can tell us maybe what Carlton's identity means to you or when you hear the word identity uh and and carlton uh what comes to mind yeah of course um so basically i'll start with your second question so when i hear carlton i i know we've been throwing the term energy around a lot so um yeah just definitely energy you know when i first came all across the country to see carlton i went on a tour originally and I took notes on my phone. I went, okay, we've got lots of diversity here on campus. People didn't even know me. They were holding doors open for me. You know, the staff were super friendly, whether that was email or in person. It was just all the students were super nice. They were helping me, you know, move my bags into my room. And I didn't know them. So definitely just this kindness and compassion is definitely, you know, just oozing out of the campus, even while we've been shut down for so long. It's just... Yeah, when I think of Carleton, I definitely think of this community aspect. We're kind of isolated in the city of Ottawa. You know, we've got three bodies of water around us, but yet we're so connected to everything that we're kind of our own little community, but yet we're part of a bigger one as well. And I think that's the perfect representation of Carleton where, you know, you're an individual, you can be yourself, but yet you're still connected to everyone and everything else around you. So I feel very rooted here, very welcomed. And yeah, it's just, it's so nice to be back. That's a, that's a great answer. Yeah, I love that. And then and then and the Carlton that you got to know as a first year and second year student and then the Carlton you got to know as a third year and now in your fourth, is it still the same Carlton? Has the pandemic morphed? Uh, have we changed? Have we kept it real? Come on, tell us exactly how you feel about Carlton uh, throughout this pandemic. Yeah, uh, well... It, Carlton has definitely kept it real. That's one of the things I really liked about this school in the first place. And it's definitely, as my parents have constantly just gushed about Carlton, is that we, you know, we keep everything, you know, informed. Everyone's informed. They know what's going on. We keep it real. We're honest. You know, there's no sugarcoating. And I really like that. So at home, you know, lots of emails. Um, everyone stayed up to date. And I knew what I was looking forward to when I came back on campus. Um, and yeah, I've been very pleased with the way Carlton has handled everything. I feel super safe on campus. I do like that they have a lot of restrictions, but at the same time, there have been a lot of grievances as well because of the new restrictions. It's kind of a love-hate relationship. You know, I love that I feel safe and I love that Carlton's doing their job to protect everyone. But, you know, there are some things I miss. So yeah, things have changed a lot on Carlton. Some of the things that have made it extra special have been restricted a little bit. For example, I miss being able to just use the gym whenever I wanted to, you know, not have to fight for spots online at midnight. You know, I really miss just walking in. Um, You know, I also miss having 
larger in-person classes and studying next to my friends in the library, you know, in a bigger group setting, just being able to talk about the content and study together, um, you know, ideally without masks. But obviously that's not the reality nowadays. And Carlton's definitely done their best job to keep things sociable and accessible to students, but at the same time, keeping everyone safe. So I think they've done a really good job of balancing that. I'm extremely comforted being in the same city as my friends and yeah, Ottawa welcomed me back with open arms and I'm happy to be back no matter what the rules are. Good. Yeah. And we're, we're happy to have you back and we're happy to have, you know, our, our students, you know, so slowly but surely returning back to the campus because as much as, you know, we, we talk about, you know, where our campus is located, being in the heart of, of Ottawa and having this awesome, like you said, like self-contained area or, or playground that is that is our, our home. Uh, it's just not the same without the students. That's that's really you are the heartbeat of our institution. You are the energy that we refer to. So uh, I thank you, uh, Jaden, for for being honest and for for being energetic and for uh, for being a, a really great representation of the type of students that we want to attract here. So best of luck. I look forward to seeing you in uh, at work in person, hopefully uh, in not too uh, not too long from now. And um, and we'll definitely uh, talk soon. All right. Awesome. Sun. Have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs> And we will be back with more of the Talking Raven. I want to thank Jaden for joining us on today's episode and want to wish every single student listening a very healthy and safe academic year. Next week, we are going to get into a conversation you're not going to want to miss. This podcast is truly dedicated to those students who are planning on applying to post-secondary uh, in the hopes of attending university or college in the fall of 2022. So we thought, let's go over your first steps. This is going to be your how-to guide to discover your post-secondary options Trust me, you're not going to want to miss this episode. So we're really excited to share our thoughts with you. And we also always welcome uh, your thoughts, your uh, questions, your concerns, anything that you want to express. Please don't be afraid to drop us a line uh, on Instagram at Carlton underscore future. Twitter as well. Same handle at Carlton underscore future. Until next week, this has been the Talking Raven podcast. My name is Stanley Philippe. And remember, you have a lot of greatness inside of you. So don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome. <laughs>